You are now tuned in to the Wrestling Purists. It's late. We just finished up Forbidden Door. Or you could call it uh, the go-home episode to Blood and Guts. And that's shooting from the hip there, cowboy. I'm here alongside uh, the designated driver for the evening, Jeff. And that's it. It's us. We went to AMC up here in, um, up here in Hoodbridge, Virginia. Um... Let's see. There were probably, what would you say, a dozen in there? Yeah, not yeah about a dozen. Um, felt like I was back at the UEW show. <laughs> Just either nobody reacting or the wrong reaction to things that should be happening. But um, quick rundown for everything. There were four pre, pre-show matches. Uh, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi going over the factory. Lance Archer over Camarado. Swerve in our glory over Desperado and Kanemaru. Um, let's see. Uh, Max Caster and Billy Gunn going over the L.A. Dojo. Um, his sons ran, ran away because of Dan Housen, of all people. Uh, Suzuki, Jericho Guevara over Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shota Yumino. Uh the Jericho Appreciation Society has advantage in the Blood and Guts match. Um, FTR go over United Empire and Rapongi Vice. Uh, they win the IWGP tag titles. Uh, Pack going over uh, Clark Connors, Miro, and Malachi Black to become the new AEW All Atlantic champion. He's the inaugural, I guess. Uh, the dudes with attitude, that'd be Darby Allen, Sting, and a very little bit of Shingo Takagi going over Bullet Club. That would be El Fantasmo and the Bucks. Thunder Rosa retains over Tony Storm. Will Ospreay over Orange Cassidy. Um, the debuting Claudio Castagnoli going over Zack Sabre Jr., uh, Jay White retaining against Adam Cole, Hangman Adam Page, and Kazuchika Okada. And then in your main event, John Moxley goes over Hiroshi Tanahashi. Moxley is your new interim AEW world champion. Um, Jeff, whatever you want to talk about this show, what are your takeaways? Um... Overall, this was a good show. Um, for me, minus the Bucks match, which of course that was them doing their shtick, and again, if you like that stuff, you like that stuff. Um, at the end, uh, to quote Cod, and he was right, they turned you know a uh, strong pay per view, a really good pay per view, into an episode of Dynamite with everybody running down to the end of the into the ring and smashing it up, and everybody beating each other up. There was no need for it. Everyone knows that you need to watch Dynamite at this point in AEW's uh, tenure. So, but I mean, other than that, of course, I'm not an Orange Cassidy guy, but you know, whatever. Um, 
uh, it was a good show, um, and I was actually kind of surprised, well, I mean, I was surprised, but I wasn't surprised, the wrestling's gonna be good, so, I mean, that's, there's that, but, I mean, the way they kind of rush booked it, and kind of just, just, they just assume people know things, and for the most part, they do, but, but not everybody does, and I think they dropped the ball on that a lot, but, I mean, this was a good pay-per-view, I mean, what, 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 what do you say, Con? Yeah, this was, um, hearing the chatter coming into this show, I think the big thing was all of the talent you didn't see, and how it was a curse show, and it was haphazardly thrown together, um, I was pleasantly surprised by this, um, across the board, if I'm being honest, um, I forgot to mention we got to see Shibata, um, Con, uh, confront Will Ospreay after his victory. Um, I I actually said it before uh, Pat got to the ring for his match. I was like, he's an AEW lifer right now. Um, he's been here since day one. They could give it to him, and I was right. I think we, Jeff and I were on the same page. It was either him or Malachi Black. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with them putting it on. Uh, I'm, like I said, I, I'm fine with them putting it on Pac. Um, he's definitely earned it or deserves it. Uh, like Todd said, he was either him or Black because I think putting the belt on Black would have legitimized, you know, House of Black because they kind of, I'm not saying they don't have anything to do, but they, they kind of don't a little bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, but again, hey, hats off to Pac. Uh, I mean, he's, he's been this since day one. Yeah, we were both saying during the whole thing, like, he's a main, like, he's a main eventer. Like, he probably should have already had a title, but, you know, sometimes you got to be patient. Um, there was really nothing on the pre-show match that was worth a damn. I mean, it was all pre-show match stuff, but there wasn't anything to write home about. I think the one thing you'll remember is that it was supposed to be... Max Caster and the Gun Club, Danhausen, Kurt, uh, did, uh, did something, had a gift for the, for the ass boys, and then, um, both of Billy Gunn's sons ran off into the sunset and yeah, that, didn't see him again. Yeah, That's it. Yeah, they never explained, like, what, what exactly happened. Like, they came out there, full gear and everything, ready to go. Danhausen, they ran, like, a little vignette, and, or, you know, a little, uh, package, and, like, Tata, they ran to the back, and that was that. Like, uh, okay. They, they never told us, like, later in the show what it was or what happened or why. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. Nope. Um, the Suzuki match with Jericho and Guevara, that was a mess. Um, it was, it was fine for what it was, but I think that at times it lost focus. Because it's Chris Jericho just doing what Chris Jericho wants to do. Yeah. And Tony's not going to tell him no because he's Chris Jericho. So, you know. It's fair. And he's a wizard now. And <laughs> he's a wizard because it's, because it's ha-ha funny I'm a wizard. And, ah, shit. You know, we'll just say stuff and do stuff because it's funny and yeah. I'm having a good time. I think it was two matches later in between matches. Uh... Uh, Shooter was in the back, and Jericho threw a fireball in his face after he was like, "You have, you have my respect." And then he talked to um, 
I can't remember their names. Uh, they, they're the former 2.0. Jamook 1 and Jamook 2. There you go, fucking Jamook Squad. And then turns around and blows a fireball on his face, so... Um, Shooter actually impressed me. That would, that would that'd be baby red shoes. Um, I think he looked the best in this match, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he looked really good. Um, yeah, he looked really good. Um, the tag match was good. Um, they worked in a Dax Harwood shoulder injury early in the match, and then he came out. And eventually they would go on to win. It was pretty good action, honestly, throughout um, one of the highlights of the night. Uh, yes. Um, again, me, me being the wrestling purist that I am, uh, I didn't like... I didn't like that angle. I, yeah. I just didn't think you needed that there. Needed. Yeah, and it was so early. Like, he got in, did a couple moves. You know, they threw him out, and he was hurt. And, I mean, I, I guess it was... It worked to somewhat in the sense of... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, it, it didn't hurt the match, but yeah. I, I didn't like it. You, you could have had the match straight up, and it, it would have been exactly the same. Yeah, the moment, and Jeff called it, the moment we knew it was a work was when um, was when Cash went to tag out, and he kind of played dumb for a quick second, and then tagged, um, and then tagged in Rocky Romero. But it was, like, really quick. Yeah, at, like, at first I thought it was a shoot, because they just, the way he was talking to... Work, 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 um, work. The... What, the... Um, Medical guy? Medical guy. Yeah, yeah, the doctor. Yeah. Then once That's, I seen the tag, I was like, oh, no, this this is a work. This is a work. This is a work. Yeah. But still, good match. Didn't need that. Didn't enhance it. Didn't kill it, but just didn't need it. Um, the four-way was good. Uh, I think Jeff's a Clark Connors guy now. I think he's a wild rhino. Yeah, so I, I, I thought it was good. He, he obviously was the bumper um you know he was a guy that was gonna take bumps and be 100 miles per hour um but you know that move trophy finisher trophy kill i, I, I was I, I i left you know like after the match thinking like okay yeah this this guy's pretty good mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah uh clark connor's definitely um i think overperformed his spot in the match because it was supposed to be ishii um but Miro looks good. Looked like the powerhouse. Uh, Malachi Black looked good. Pack obviously always looks good. Um, everything was good in that match. Um, oh God, the dudes with the attitude. Um, the Bucks being the Bucks, I think, is the best way to put what they brought to the table. This was a gim- This was a comedy match that Shingo shouldn't have been in. Um, but you get Shingo out first, Darby's out, they play Sting's music, nowhere to be found, but then as soon as all the bucks are on stage, or on the top of the ramp, the lights go out, and you see Sting up in the rafters, oh, sneaky Stinger, and then lights go back out, and then when they come on, he hits a crossbody from the top of the tunnel, and uh, Darby hits Hikuleo with a skateboard, um, that's when I knew this was going to be a, like a comedy match. Yeah. And, uh, and fuck the young bucks, 
fuck sting. Oh god. Um, yeah, I, I've never been a fucking sting guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and he, and again, he's turned into the Undertaker now, or I don't know, like with this no selling and this, that, and the other. And we had like flip back rates, and we had titty <laughs> twisters. <laughs> you heard me right. This is a comedy match. I'm telling you. Yeah, like titty twisters and everything else, and it, it was a typical Young Bucks match yep. that. I'm, Dave, I'm sure Uncle Dave will come tomorrow, give him five stars, and say it was the best thing since sliced bread, because he's in bed with those guys. Uh, it was just a typical Bucks match. Yeah. And, uh, again, thank God Shingo performed the way he did, because of course he does, because he's Shingo. Cause Shingo. But yeah. But, like, you know, like, they didn't get any stink on him from all this crap that was... Yeah. ...that they were doing. <sighs> One thing I will say about this match is that when you had Shingo and El Phantasmo in the ring together, it just looked really great because it does, and it's supposed to. Um, I will disagree with Sting a little bit, only because that's how AEW has booked Sting, and if that's how you're going to constantly book him and use him on a sporadic basis, I have no problem with it. But you just have to understand, I think... When you're coming into a sting match, you have to know what you're getting yourself into prior. Because if you come in and you expect to be t- taking bumps and uh, you know, you know jumping off the top rope, that's not what you're getting, Jack. All right, it's sting being sting. I... This is terrible. Um. Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm, I thought was, um, I thought it was fine. I thought it was well worked. Um, I think this was Thunder Rosa dominated. I wouldn't say it was a glorified squash, um, you know, like, you know, like Brock and John Cena, nothing, nothing like that. Uh, Tony Storm got her offense in, but most of the time this was Thunder Rosa, uh, showing her dominance, um, Tony Storm didn't seem to be a credible competitor for her. And if that's what the goal was, to make Thunder Rosa look really bad, badass and tough, then um, I guess they did their job. But I'm I'm personally not a Thunder Rosa person. I was hoping that Tony Storm could pull it off of her because she can actually cut a promo. But um. I enjoyed the match. Uh, Tony Storm is great. Um, her, her work tonight was really good. The match, uh, match was good. Um, it was like content Thunder Rosa heavy. You know, she was a little. She kind of dominated her the whole match. I mean, not the whole match, but most of it. And so, that's what I thought. Like, you know, there she gonna get a little. I mean, I mean, she got a little bit of offense, but uh, you know, it was. It was it, it was it was fine. Yeah, it, was, it, was it wasn't fine. what I expected, but it was well worked. Yes. Oh fuck. Um, Will Osprey wrestled Orange Cassidy, and this is a match that should have never happened. Will Osprey is above the shtick of Orange Cassidy. Um, the people in our theater were just fucking yucking it up, all the OC stuff and. Like, uh, is there, and okay, so this is a point I'm going to bring up right now. It happened in the four-way a lot to where 
these are bandwagon fans, okay? They are. And either that or they just like AEW as a whole and they don't have favorites. Because you have two seconds of, oh man, yeah, let's go, let, let's let's go Miro, yeah! And then turn around and it's like, oh yeah, but Pac just did that, yeah! Like, there's no problem with that. But you have to have a favorite. I mean... You don't have to, but I'm but I'm saying you have to. And then you get to this match, and everybody's like, "Oh, see, yeah, oh, yeah, Orange, Orange Cassidy, yeah." And then turn around to Will Ospreay's doing normal, typical Will Ospreay things, and you jump off the bandwagon right to Will Ospreay. Like, fucking annoying. And then I called it. It was about two thirds of the way through. Orange Cassidy doing. Orange Cassidy bullshit, and then hits the comeback. But thank God they put Will Osprey over. Uh, yeah, I, this is where the wrestling appears for a reason. I'm not an Orange Cassidy fan. I'm not saying the guy can't wrestle. That's not what I'm saying. But like, it, it, if if you have to get through all of that stuff for him to wrestle the last ten minutes of the match or five minutes of the match, then not, I'm good. Yeah. People jumping around with, uh, with their hands in their pockets, ducking punches, while the people in the audience flap like train seals. Yep. I'm alright. It was a dog and pony show, as I put it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a well-worked match. That's, that's, look, I'm not harping on the match quality. I'm just harping on Orange Cassidy. There are other people we could have put into this spot. Or vice versa. We could have had, we could have had Yano. We could have had him wrestle Orange, Orange Cassidy. It's just been a flat-out gimmick match. Okay? But here we are. It's... I'll never understand, and maybe it's the intention that I never understand. But this is our hill, and we're dying on it. So, um, like I said, though, the best part was seeing Shibata just clear house at the end. So, um, if I had to sit through that to get to Shibata, uh, would you say it was worth it? Uh, <laughs> no. Not for me. If, if, if Shibata's coming back, sure. But if not, then no. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and then we get the reveal that Zack Sabre Jr.'s opponent is Claudio Castagnoli. This is by far the match of the night. Um, Claudio obviously can work his ass off. This was technically sound. It was back and forth. You didn't know who was going to win the match. Yeah, you might have had a gut feeling because it was uh, Claudio's debut that he was going over, but there were points in this match where you really didn't know, and that's the that's the showing of a good match, is that you have two wrestlers in the ring, you don't know who's gonna win, and that's what keeps you bought in, okay? And this match was fantastic. Um, Claudio did end up winning, which he had to, I think. Um, if it was anybody else in this spot, Zach, Zach Sabre Jr. was going to go go over. Like, but isn't me just gushing now? <laughs> this was my match of the night yep. uh, as well. Zach Sabre Jr. is great. Um, I mean, you either want to punch him in the face or you love him. And I think if, if you're doing that, then you're, then you're doing it right. Uh, this match wasn't rushed. It was two professional wrestlers wrestling. Um, there were no cartwheel back breaks. Uh, 
you know, it just had everything that you wanted and nothing that you didn't. And like Todd said, Claudio comes out, you know, he's here, blah, 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 blah. He has to go over, you know. So, yeah. you know, and hats off to, to Zach Sabre Jr. for doing the job. And on top of doing the job, still wrestling at a high level on ability. He wasn't like, ah, he wasn't poo-pooing it and not wrestling correctly or giving it his all just because, he, you know, he knew he was doing the job. Yeah. This was a great match. And well-paced, too. God bless. Beautiful. Um, next was the four-way for the IWGP title. Um, a little bit of an awkward ending. Um, I think everybody had their very brief moments to shine, but I think this was all about, um, Jay White versus Adam Cole, in my opinion. Um, the finish, um, it looked like Okada was going to hit a Rainmaker on Adam Cole. Uh, Cole just kind of collapses, or just falls to the ground. Um, well, you hit him with the... Like the white noise, you know. Yeah. Hit him with that, and then and then just Jay White just comes in, hits uh fucking blade. Not, no, no, yeah. he did, no, he just pinned him. Well, no, he came in and hit and hit Okada. Yeah, 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 and kicked Okada, and then rolled uh rolled Adam Cole to pin him in one, two, three. That was it. Yeah, and it looked like it wasn't supposed to be a three. It looked like it was a uh, Sting Jeff Hardy. One, one, two, three, where you just kind of hold hold him down, but um, Jay White retains, and I'm and I'm a happy boy. Um, solid match, um, well paced, I think, for a four way. Worked the crowd a little bit. I thought it was damn pretty good. And what 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 did the what did somebody say at the in the movie theater or something? Somebody said what? They say some Adam Cole was out for three months or something. Or? Oh yeah, the, the I don't know. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna look it up real quick because he did come into the match with a with a torn labrum, and I know that, and you could see the uh, you yeah. could see the tape on his shoulder. Yeah, but that's not gonna stop. You. Well, I mean, it can it can stop you from kicking out, but I'm just saying, like, uh, yeah, not sure. Um, just just breezing through the first couple posts on Twitter here. Uh, do you see that Claudio is all elite? That's great. Um, but yeah, if anything comes up, you know, we'll retweet it at WP pod one. Duh. Um, on to the main event. And this is probably where it started to go downhill for me. Uh, John Mosley goes over Hiroshi Tanahashi um, the crowd was hot for Tana. Thought that Tana would have went over to set up him and Punk. Um, that was not the case. I'll get to the post-match stuff after this, but um, what did you think of the match itself? Not the post-match. We'll we'll get to that. Um, to be. To be fair to John Moxley, I'm not his fan, not his biggest fan. I don't like his work. Ditto. Um, but I, I, you know, I, he's not an idiot. You know, I, I think he had a lot of, a lot of respect for Tana. 
Um, so a lot of some of his, like, bullshit that he does and, like, chairs and, like, you know, trying to cut your head off in a ring, GCW style, he didn't do. He did He did put him through a table, and the he, last time I checked, it wasn't no disqualification, but... Yeah, no, I mean... Again. No, he did put him through a table. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't you know, egregious. Like, you know, the match wasn't egregious. Yeah. But, um... It's still it's John Moxley. Who cares? He bladed. Um, he bladed for no reason. Yeah. So he gets thrown to the rope. He comes back. Tana hits him with a sling blade, like in the ring, mm-hmm. and he just rolls out, gigs himself, and he pops back up, and he's just pouring blood, and like buckets. Like now the announcer, now the commentary is like trying to put it over, mm. which was like I mean, they're, they're doing their jobs, you know, but it just there was no reason to get color there at None. all. And then the way that he did it, like, at least be thrown into the turnbuckle or outside the ring or something. Mm-hmm. No, he just took yeah. a sling blade, like, not even with his head. You know, he, t- he took the bump on his back. But that's John Moxley. I mean, that's because yeah. he wants blood and he wants chairs and barbed wires and everything else. Because he's a trash wrestler. Yeah. And the finish was one-sided. Um... Mox wins. Let's get to the aftermath. Um, Mox wins, and him and him and Tana are showing respect, shaking hands, whatever you want to call it. Here comes Jericho. Here comes Garcia. Here comes um, some of LAX. Here comes some more JAS. Here comes uh, uh, the rest of BCC. Uh, the rest of JAS. Here comes Claudio. It's a big fucking schmoz. And the locker room, it, it Chinese fire drill. The yeah. locker room just emptied out and everybody, you come on down. It, it it looked like a rumble. Like all the suits were coming down from yeah. the rumble. Everybody just hit the damn ring. Yeah. And um, that's why this is, this Forbidden Door is the setup for Dynamite. Um... You're right. Yeah, it just it, it. You took a pay per view that was that was good, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like it wasn't good anymore. But like like Cod said when we were there, and then you just turned it into a paper like you just turned it into an episode of Dynamite. Like, yeah, just like that. You didn't need it, and if you would have just had uh, the entire Jericho Appreciation Society standing at the top. Staring down Mox, staring down Tana, show go off the air. Every you don't need the schmas, you don't. But yet we're here, we're building for blood and guts on Wednesday, so um, that's at least half of your episode for uh, Wednesday. So yes, yeah, yeah. So Shibata comes out, his music hits, and uh, you know, like a small percentage, you know, twenty five percent of the fucking people there uh, know who he is. But so you're letting Shibata come out. Assuming that people just know who he is, yep. a guy that you know headbutted, got you know headbutted and couldn't wrestle for three, four, five years, um, which sucks, you know what I'm saying? And is training the guys in the LA dojo, um, so they're supposed to know that, but they're not supposed. You need a smile at the end of the show because they're they're not supposed to know to watch Dynamite. Yeah, I I guess. Um, yeah, I thought overall it was a really strong pay per view didn't need the bullshit ending but overall it was really strong um really happy we went to the theater to watch it yeah i agree listen um 
as much as I hate to say this, I mean, if WWE came to a theater, I would watch it. I think Same. watching pro wrestling in a theater, it's not an experience. Um, they used to do it a lot back in the day, but it's not something that happens all the time. But, you it's know, great. we are marks, and if you can watch it in a theater, I think you should do so. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so check us out, Twitter and Facebook, WPPod1. Um, there's going to be Money in the Bank this week. There's going to be some predictions on that, so check it out. Um, other than that, have a good night. Have a good start to the week. It's Monday. Um, don't be like Garfield, okay? Have a great day. Have a great week. We'll be talking soon.